This is 6035 Media. Engage. So, you closed your rings the other day. I, I closed <clears throat> my rings yesterday. Okay, that's good. How, how many days a week do you close your rings? Well, I just got it. So, yesterday. <laughs> 100% of the time. Oh, yeah. Do you have, you have an iPhone, right? Or yeah. Andrew? Okay. I've but you close, but you, aren't, you're, you can close your rings without... I've never done it without the watch. Oh. That's that's a newest a newer feature because before you couldn't do that. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it's I never like, tried doing it. Which iPhone do you have? I have a new one. I don't know. The fourteen? Yes, probably. That's a new one. It's got the dynamic island. Yeah. Okay. I think. Okay, because I <laughs> I've got cute. a newer dynamic one. Island. Yeah. There's only one with a dynamic island oh. so far. No, I don't the have the cutout. Okay, I don't have the newest one. Okay. I have a newer one. Okay. Yeah. 14. I I do have there. one with three lenses. There you go. Yeah. That means I think you just it's the 12. More. Okay, yeah, I was going to say 12 <laughs> or 13. Yeah, cuz the, the 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 one with the three lenses is the the big one. Yeah, yeah I do have the Max yeah. for sure. We're just going to record there. Um so you closed the so I'm used to closing it on my phone. I was going to get the watch thing. The watch was like out of my budget and uh so I just deal with it. So like, I don't know, like five, six days a week, I'm doing the, the 300 calories, all the steps. I'm like most of the yes. way today. Mm-hmm. And it's not like that much work, but I still have to walk to the bus terminal. I still have to mm-hmm. walk around the bus terminal to wherever. And then I usually have to go to a third place in between <laughs> um, to hit 300. But it's interesting because I was out riding my bike this weekend and I spilled and that was great. My shoulder hurts. Oh, no. Anyway, uh but it, it, I don't know how much it counts that because – Your arms aren't moving or your legs aren't moving. It, the, well. They are, but but yeah, yeah. exactly. The, the, the gyroscopes and stuff, like I don't know how it's calculated because we got – we did we, – I biked 15 miles all in all mm-hmm. and it's like, hey, you did 600 calories. I'm like, no, that doesn't so, – okay, that's, so, that's not right. No. Because yeah, you can't do exercises on the, on the phone, only on the watch. Yeah, but it still yeah. tries. It's still it's still tracking something. So, like, something. if you yeah. log like twenty minutes on a bike, do, does it like compute those calories or steps? Or? Well, you can't log it on the phone. I don't think. I don't you know. You have to use a watch to log exercises. Because Fitbit, you can do all the logging stuff and mm-hmm. and get really in depth. You can do treadmills. And mm-hmm. the other thing is that you know, it's one thing to like. I'm riding a bike for 20 minutes. It's another thing. That's a hill. And I got to get it. Yeah, yeah. You know, for 20 minutes, I got to, I had to shift down and, you know, get, it's to not your, checking your heart rate. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If it, if it knew if I was in the danger zone, the whole, and it would probably tell you exactly, it, it would say your AFib or whatever. You got to go to the hospital. It's like, it's, <laughs> please stop riding your bike. You're three miles from the nearest Penrose. Also, here's some web results. That's, <laughs> yeah. Just for just for giggles and stuff like that, uh, but yeah, I didn't realize that the the legacy loop around here, which is literally on the flag of the city, is incomplete. So on the north, because it's Shooks Run on the east side, it's the Pikes Peak Trail on the west side, and those are like tier one, ten to twelve foot concrete trails for the most part. And then on the north side. There's like not like it's surface streets. There's some other stuff, but we were down in the um, by the railroad tracks with like loose rocks and stuff, and and it was still a lot of ice and snow. Mm-hmm. So it was a real big pain in the butt to get through. And yeah. there was at least one of us in the group had fat, fat bikes, so he was like, "Oh yeah, no, big, <laughs> no big deal." And then going up this really steep hill, like. Hmm. 
Um, but then on the south side, same thing. Like we cut through a K, an old KOA campsite mm-hmm. over by Las Vegas, and it's incomplete. It's just you. The trail ends, and then here's a ruddy sidewalk, and it's like <laughs> good luck. Isn't there though like a trail that like runs from like south to north? Like it's like mm-hmm. like twenty miles. Yeah, just that's the through. that's the Pikes it's, Peak Trail. Okay, and that's the one that goes. It goes like near the railroad. Sorry, I'm like. Yeah, you're, you're danger yeah. zone there. You're in <laughs> the zone. You're, the Apple Watch is tomorrow. telling you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So there is one that goes from south to north. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's the one I've run up and down so many times because I usually do. They'll uh, race events. They'll stage. Uh, there's because it's public access, so you don't have to pay for permits. Mm-hmm. But uh, my complaint was that if there should be more racing events that actually take advantage of the city, mm-hmm. but you have to close stuff, you have to hire cops, you get the permits, you know, all that stuff. So more and more, they're Bureaucracy. just using the trail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so the legacy loop is that it carves up. Basically, it follows I-25, mm-hmm. uh, and then there's a part. There's the Shooks Run, which runs on the other side of downtown, north-south. But they don't connect really well. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. But it's on a, our city flag? I didn't even know our city yeah. had a flag. Our city has a flag. It's on wow. my cap. I don't I, – I didn't – I mean, I knew our <laughs> I didn't bring any crayons or anything. It's, 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 I'm going to do Pictionary with yeah. a flag. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's got the blue – it's white, and it's got a blue band around three corners, which represents the sky. The white represents the clear, crisp atmosphere. And then there's a hexagon on the left side. That's surrounded by a green loop, I believe it is. That's the legacy loop. And then there's the mountain, Tavao or Pikes Peak, and then the sun. And then there's three little trapezoids in it that represent gold and, like, mining because that's how kind of how a lot of it started is they're pulling gold from the hills. Mm. Cripple Creek, all that stuff. <laughs> just well, gold just Hill smiling. Mesa and everything. <laughs> no, no, that's very different. But that's where they process – because Gold Hill – I mean, it's a gold hill – but oh, that's just where they process. Well, then why is why is there gold represented if we don't have gold in Colorado Springs? Because that's where like they brought the gold in, man. That's where be- people came here because as early in the gold rush. Because this used to be Kansas. <laughs> okay, but I'm just saying, like, like why would you rep- make it like self represent that we're a gold city whenever we didn't had nothing to do with gold except for processing it. Boy, are you going to be upset when you find out the team colors of like every sport we have <laughs> or every college? Did you know that all gold. that? Yeah, all that. All that red <laughs> isn't blood. <laughs> like no one's bleeding. Might as well in the throw some, some planes on our flag uh, then too. The only pirating that the Buccaneers are doing is like the Sixth Sense and HBO. Mm. Okay, that's pretty lame. This, all right, yeah, let's, this is lame. Right? Yeah, let's start. This is why I don't watch sports. <laughs> We've, hang it's on a, a second. Let's start the show. Hello and welcome to Hot Takes and Streaming Breaks, the bi-weekly pop culture podcast brought to you by 6035 Media. I'm your host, reporter Nick Raven, and joining me in the studio, and I fixed that line, thank you, you're welcome, Kelly Karnesky, <laughs> guy who's seen too much TV. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing okay. Good. Now that you know that the gold, there's gold in them hills. Right? <laughs> well, see, I knew Gold Hill Mesa. So. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously gold, right? Of course. Lower Golden, Gold Camp Road. Gold. gold. <laughs> And then just putting things together here, you know, a little two plus two action. You're the mathematician here. Account executive, Victoria Constantino. How are you doing today? I'm amazing. Yes. Yes. Did you know that there was gold in the hills? Uh, You know, there isn't because it's been mined out. 
Well, and that's where Fool's Gold came from. They were just really confused. Wait, they, so we had Fool's Gold in Colorado Springs? Then? I'm sure oh, they yeah. did. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's they, what the triangles represent, Fool's that's what, Gold. That's what all the sixth graders were all like, hey, man, you want some gold? And you're like, yeah, dude, I want to be rich. And they yeah. hand you some pyrite. And it's like. <laughs> is that what that is? That is. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know that? I learned that in seventh grade. No, I stashed oh. it away thinking it was real gold. What? Okay. <laughs> Before we get started here. Uh, for realsies. I used to think this was like second or third grade. I used to think that everything that sparkled in like concrete and stuff was gold. So a smart man or woman or whomever uh, would go in there and just like chip out all the shiny stuff. And eventually they would have like a diamond or they'd have gold or something like that. That's just how Minecraft works. I know. It's just the same thing. You, you were just the pre-Minecraft second yeah. grader. I was born too early. Yeah. yeah. That's, mm-hmm. God. He's having a revelation right now. I know. I know. Right? I'm thinking like, you know, like I, all I have to do is like 50 feet and I've got like lapis lazuli and then a little bit more. And I've got because there's coal like literally underneath our feet. We can make some torches. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, and then yeah, this is how Minecraft works. This is it. Uh, we got to go yeah. hit, punch a tree until we get sticks, and then <laughs> I'll we let get you do those that by yourself. By myself. That's how we get new stuff. Sounds uh, like that's how you get new stuff. I'm not punching any trees. <laughs> <laughs> you only have to punch enough trees until you can make a wooden axe, mm. which doesn't make any sense. Mm. I mean, doesn't stone tools break stone? So, so wood. Well, which, I'm saying, like, which, in real life, don't we use stone tools to break? But you don't start with stone. stone. You start with, with wood. In real life? No. <laughs> also, also, in Minecraft, when you punch a tree, out, punch the thing, the, it floats there. Just like real life. Just like in real life. So if you don't knock out every single <laughs> part of the trunk, yeah. it just it's just going to sit yeah. there and respawn. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever it does. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to talk out. about Chernobyl and The Last of Us Episode 5, because that's the one all three of us have seen. Yes. Yes. Can I skip five and just watch six? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's boy. Great. Well, in that case, let's get to the news. God, you guys. Uh, I'm going to open this up. Number one, the Super Bowl happened. Mm-hmm. Number two, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't watch it. Um, so I, I, I did watch it uh-huh. until um, I had to put my kid to bed, which was at the exact time that one of the teams won. Okay. Um, so I missed the, the only important part. Apparently, uh, 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 I thought Brianna was important. I thought uh, was yeah, the most important part. Yeah. I don't. I don't know who. Brianna is. Oh, yeah, of course you Rihanna. Do. I yeah. thought you oh. said Brianna. <laughs> Who's no, Bri- Rihanna. <laughs> Rihanna. Because didn't she just didn't she announce that she was pregnant at there or something? No, she no. Did. Everyone. Well, did she or did oh. the agent come out? Because everyone's well, they, like, what's going on with that belly there, right now? There is a lyric where she says, "I'm alive," and then she stroked her belly. Um, so that's what I do. It's pretty. Usually. It's pretty pointed. Mm. But I thought she was gorgeous. I thought she did a fantastic job, especially just, for being what looks like I don't know. My guess is five months pregnant. Man, good for her. Yeah. Mm. Sure. I don't know if that's been confirmed. It's just my guess. So I mean, you, you have plenty of experience. I've, so I have one experience. That's that's, en- that's enough. <laughs> I saw all of the uh, backup dancers on TikTok. Like right <laughs> afterwards, they were all posting like, "I was on the suit. I got to keep my jacket." Like I just saw all that, and so that's I'd how do I know it too. what they wore. So <laughs> if I was left shark, I would have kept my costume too. Yeah, mm. I would have fought. for They probably it. got sued. 
Left shark. Wow, that's an ancient. That is reference. that is that is a deep cut on hot. T- that yeah. is why you are here. Hot James Cameron has James... been working very well today. So and behaving I'm so far. So far, but now that I've said that, yeah. um, everything's going to go to crap, and that's <laughs> how it works. So the superb owl, mm. amazing flight. Really glad that ha- feathers everything. Beautiful eyes. That's great. Number two, uh, I'll have you read that, Victoria. Alrighty. <clears throat> and this is this is not an oops all gaming. I was very disciplined this time to not just do all gaming. Mm-hmm. Although we start with gaming. <laughs> no, we started with the Super Bowl. Oh, that's true. That's, true. Uh, that's still gaming. Okay. <laughs> it's Madden. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, topic dose. Eurogamer. All Xbox PC games set for GeForce Now, including Call of Duty, if Microsoft buys Activision Blizzard. Microsoft has announced a deal with NVIDIA to put all Xbox PC games on cloud service GeForce Now. This includes Call of Duty, if Microsoft's attempt to buy Activision Blizzard is successful. The announcement was made during a press conference in Brussels this evening that followed a hearing at the European Commission in which Microsoft made its case for the deal to... For the deal to regulators. NVIDIA now supports this deal, Microsoft President Brad Smith told reporters. In a follow-up tweet, Xbox boss Phil Spencer. Have you ever said that out loud? Xbox, Xbox boss, boss Phil Spencer? Xbox boss Xbox Phil Spencer? Xbox boss, Xbox boss in a... How much box could an Xbox box if an Xbox could Xbox? Yeah. Phil Spencer said... <laughs> Microsoft has signed a 10-year agreement with NVIDIA that will allow GeForce Now players to stream Xbox PC games as well as Activision Blizzard PC titles, including COD following the acquisition. Yeah, they're trying to... Thank you. They're trying to make that acquisition happen still, and they're... um, It's the Europe's. The Europe's are like, no wagging their finger they're like you cannot just be buying 70 billion dollar companies left and right all willy-nilly yeah Yeah, so my question though is with geforce now is it just are those games free right now is that what's going on because i thought it was like they were beta testing and like certain things were free you know, I don't even know. So it sounds. I should have done like, my research. So, whatever. It makes it sound like Microsoft's like, "Hey, we're just going to let you have Call of Duty for free on PC through GeForce Now." I don't think I. I don't know if it's a subscription service or something like that because it doesn't make any monetary sense. Like you buy a video card and all of a sudden you get access to all these games yeah. on a streaming basis or something like that. Yeah. That I don't know. Okay. I don't don't want to interject because I don't feel like I know enough about this to really speak on it, but I'm going to anyway because this is hot takes. This is hot takes and streaming (laughs) Um, breaks, the show from 6035 Media. I just know that we tried it at home, um, Uh and we're very unsuccessful. Let me tell you why. I don't know. I don't know. I cannot tell you why. Mm. I just remember it didn't work very well. I mean, granted. But what what, what were the symptoms? Why was it bad? It didn't work very well. Um, it didn't work very well. I want to say it was something like, Eve, like you could, you had to download the games to GeForce Now or something along those lines, and it was only like a very slim number of games. Take all this with a major grain of salt because sure, I don't remember what I'm talking about. We were in there for about. five seconds. I, we were in yes. there for five seconds. We're like, this sucks, and turned it right off. 
So because yeah, that's, that's what a I scientific thought, like, approach. Yeah, well, I thought definitely. that's like when they were beta testing it. There was like some games that you could play for free. So that's yeah, why. Hmm. I was real confused about the whole entire service. It seems like they're uh, like they just want you to sign up and they got your data and they're like, ah, oh, thanks, have fun. <laughs> we're going to Europe apparently. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's uh, yeah, the European Union and uh, Britain were like, hang on, you can't. As they're sitting Hang on, there how tea. much is 70 billion in pounds? Yeah, a lot less, <laughs> I think it is right now. I don't want to ask Siri because it's going to become a, a freaking mess. But I think the big thing is they're just trying to get it available because right now Xbox and Xbox Game Pass games are only available through Game Pass. You have to own Game Pass. So this is one of their concessions. I'm sure it'll be one of several that are coming so that you can – that they can get this deal through is yeah okay if you have just a make, video card did we, did we talk about this just make game pass available on playstation we talked about that in previous uh, previous episodes okay, it's yeah. like because so, uh, that's what not... microsoft's dream is they don't make any consoles and they you, you just like you they have just your own Switch. game pass they just yeah. own game pass Ooh. and a whole bunch of studios and exclusive con- netflix they, are, they're just trying to be ne- yeah that's exactly yeah, right. what i was just, just gonna say but even then they're like phil's is like we're not really it's not really the netflix of gaming we don't want to be because they don't want to be shoehorned in that kind of reputation god who used to do that somebody used to do that where you could just rent games and stream it gamefly yes that's exactly what i'm thinking of mm-hmm. i remember when we when when we worked at best buy this was 2003 2000 or even earlier it wasn't 2003 no not they were streaming <laughs> it but they were they you were doing the di- yeah. you could rent them yeah you could yeah. get the discs one at one or couple at a time or something yeah. like that and they would send them and you send them back and that back then that was revolutionary yeah and it was for gaming gamefly yeah, yeah the yeah. gaming so like you rent this game you beat it you send it back they say and if you want to keep it you pay whatever the used game rate is mm-hmm. for the disc essentially because they're not shipping you know the but i think plastic. everybody just figured out that you could buy a used game from gamestop and return it within 30 days why would you need to use gamefly I think also Redbox started doing games too. I think they did. Yeah. I remember when Redbox came out. It's like, why does this company exist? Like, are we not? Are we? Aren't we moving away from? But they've had plenty of room to wiggle around. They're still there. They're still there. They're still around every Walgreens on yeah. the planet. Yeah. And like every Seven Eleven. Every Seven Eleven, you get that sunscreen. Someone's like lifting it up and trying to look at. Yeah. Oh, is is the Tom Cruise movie in here? Let's go. I well, it's because they got that yeah. stuff where they they were promoting. You know, like oh well, it's on DVD and Blu-ray before it's on streaming services. So, you know. Oh yeah, I remember. I don't know if I told us on this show, but like there would be um, red box people who came into Best Buy and would buy out like <laughs> 20 or 30 copies of a movie so that they could stock it at their thing, which is yeah. whatever, illegal in some way. But uh, <laughs> is not, it? we'll take your money. Yeah, because they're for home distribution, home mm-hmm. viewing only. So when you so when you get uh, one of those things, it's like – Do they make – Blu-rays and stuff that are for commercial use. Yeah, I think they actually say. I think like for some commercial of, use only stuff. Yeah, for yeah. Com- yeah. yeah I but know. I think it's like less arty or something, so that when you're, it's you, just just a silver disc. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it. with a yeah. stamp on yeah. it, it's like twentieth and they charge Century Studios hundred dollars per Blu-ray. Actually, because I remember, I remember looking at some point. Someone had brought. I think it was on Reddit or something. But someone was talking about how copies for blockbuster of movies would be like a hundred bucks because they knew because they were for commercial use. Mm-hmm. So they would just make it up in the long term. So you're you know they didn't want people going over to I don't know media play or, or 
who, who's Walmart, Kmart, and just buying VHS copies? And <laughs> Sears. 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 Sears used to sell software. I remember that. That was the only mm. cool part of Sears is you'd have the Virtual Boy. This is dating me. Wow. Virtual Boy demo. Yeah. That's wow. the only time I ever saw one of those. And then you'd have the VHS, not VHS, software. You'd have like, you know. So then you'd games. go to like. Best Buy in Circuit City existed back then. People would go to those places, right? Yeah. Best Buy was yeah. around. Yeah. Remember Crossroads it Mall? It is still yeah. around. Yeah. Crossroads Mall. They would have the Sears there at the Crossroads Mall, which is now torn down. Uh-huh. And then the Best Buy was right next to it. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't there like FYAE and stuff like that? Oh, that my goodness. Yeah. Don't you remember wow. Sam Goody? Yeah, Sam Goody. Don't you remember? But that was just music. Don't you remember? It? Don't you remember? Don't you have a brain? Have you lived? Uh, <laughs> you go to Sam Goody and then Hot Topic? Yeah. And you have the, the tall CD cases, too. Yeah. Or it was the smaller cases, but they'd have the big white, like, yeah, clamshell so security cases. and everything. Yeah. So you're like. And they were narrower. It's not like vinyl. They didn't make the right. sound. No. Yeah. Man. I remember when Entertainment used to be media play. I do yeah. too. Physically. Mm. When it physically used to be media I do, play. I do yeah. too. That's a, a Hero's media play? Huh? Before? Here it was? Yeah. 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 The one uh, in Citadel Crossing used to fact, be media play. They still have a lot of the stuff on the walls. We've oh. talked about it, but uh, a lot of the fixtures, and I think it's slowly yeah. evolving, a lot of the fixtures, especially when they started, were... Um, uh, media play fixture, old media play fixtures. They just oh, yeah. bought the thing and all the stuff that was in it. Mm-hmm. And, and just like... a lot of it still is totally. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was actually day. in there a couple weeks ago and I was like, wow, this has not changed. It's still dark. It's, in there. Oh yeah. <laughs> I can, I can tell you entertain our stories. Ooh. I worked there when I was in high school. Yeah. There you go. So yeah. The entertainment. Well, I'm surprised. I'm, I'm con- not in a negative way, but like I'm kind of surprised that that model has really worked out for them. For they so- had folks there still. Yeah, I built There's those CD racks that are is- now holding um, video games. I think. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that was the thing about Best Buy is you'd have project teams come in every year and like move stuff around or yeah, whatever. reset all the shelves and everything. Yeah, yeah. you got to you got to switch the plano, man. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. Yeah. Anyway, all right, let's go to the next one, <laughs> number three. Uh, the bottom. Oh, okay, there's a number three. Yeah, there's. <laughs> I made it easy. These are both from Eurogamer. Did yeah. you just go to Eurogamer today? Yep, exactly. I'm like, I need to cut this real quick. This little <laughs> research jaunt here. Okay. So this is original Star Fox developers celebrate its 30th anniversary. Um, so Star Fox was released for the Super Famicom in Japan on the 21st of February, 1993. Uh, of course, this is Eurogamer. Yeah, I know. Right? Yeah, yeah, Euro so, dates. Yeah, uh-huh. followed by releases in North America and Europe last later in the year as last year. Yes. Dang. <laughs> yeah. We just got Star Fox and they're celebrating 30 I years. I know. Exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> That's how... Yeah. Uh, so the, the game was lauded for its 3D poly- polygonal graphics. Polygonal. You, oh. Okay, polygonal. Pil- see, it doesn't matter. You know, it's got polygons. Uh, graphics yes. using Super FX chip. Thought impossible on Nintendo's 16-bit machine. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. Thing. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I do them so you don't have to do that. It's, it's a pain in the head. But I tell you what. Um, yeah, S- Star Fox. Yeah, it had do a, a barrel roll. Yeah, do, I'm glad that's the one thing that survived wow. after 30, 30 years. I remember when that the, they had the commercials. They had the live-action like dude in like a... Star Fox? F- in a, a, a Star he Fox. He was the first furry. He was the... Wow. 
they started it. It's like I want to play this 10 frames per second 3D game and also <laughs> cosplay as the, the cartoon inside. Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. I remember that was mind-blowing because it was 3D. It was before the 3DO or maybe right around the time the 3DO came out. Obviously, there were like 3D games on the PC. The PlayStation was still two years out or a year out if you were in Japan. But that was like the prim- the, the preview of what games could look like. And uh, I, I, we had uh, the, the mini SNES where they emulated it. Mm. And they emulated it so well that it still ran like garbage. But back then, you were like – you're not like, man – I don't care about this unless it's running 8K 120. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like 3D HDR. Yeah. You know, you, that, know, you just cared that it that it was a game that you could play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know the kids who had the cool home theater setups. When you would die, it'd be the dun 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 dun, and it'd be a little, and it'd be this explosion, and it would be a Doppler, mm-hmm. and it would be so you just hear it around, and it's like, oh my, I really. That was really, that was amazing. Some I didn't intentionally die, but when you did, it was an event. Mm. And I remember that was like so cinematic. But you know, you had this tiny tube TV or whatever, and it was running ten, twenty, five frames per second. You could, there were parts where you're definitely like, I'm seeing every single frame as it's being drawn. <laughs> but we didn't know that. We didn't know. We that. Didn't oh, know yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. That was normal. Like, which is weird because there were definitely games that were running at like thirty or sixty frames per second that you had a ready comparison to. But we mm-hmm. weren't thinking about games that way. Yeah, it's true. I think yeah. like like Contra. I think I remember playing that, and it slowed down at like like when there's a lot of stuff on the screen. Yeah, I think that was like the first time I ever noticed. Frame rate. Yeah. Like, I didn't know what it was called. It was just like, why is it going slow? Yeah. I yeah. remember the big thing with, like, with the frame rate was I didn't really notice that until I would like getting to PC gaming, especially around the turn of the century when they were starting to do like 3D accelerators and stuff like that. So you'd have like the software render and just the game would struggle on your machine. And that was the cool thing about consoles is that they would design for the hardware. So it was a really consistent thing. Mm-hmm. And on the PC, you could have 1024 by 768, but good luck maintaining that for any period of time because mm-hmm. antivirus is now running in the background and you knew exactly when antivirus started running in the background. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so you could, there were higher highs, but the lows were so much lower mm-hmm. on, on the PC. And I remember that was the cool thing about, Consoles, it just just ran like yeah. Mario sixty four. Oh yeah, ran silky smooth. Yeah, but on the you try and run that on the PC and it was like trash. I will say that that is my only regret too recently. What becoming a PC person? Really, is, is that I I miss just not having to worry about it. You just put in a game and it works. Yeah, I'm I do miss that aspect of it, and that's why sometimes I decide to play you know an old xbox 360 game on yeah. on my recent one it's just sometimes it's nice to just be able to not worry about that kind of stuff yeah. i know yeah no i like 100 because i built you know a computer years ago and like the first thing i fired up was destiny too right <laughs> yeah. and i'm sitting there like like trying to figure out like why is it lagging and i'm like adjusting yeah. all the resolutions all the frame rates i'm like right. it just works on my xbox i know yeah. Yeah. And yeah. The same thing with call of duty like I play on like whatever veteran or whatever, and like every single time I'm playing single player, it'd get to like certain points, and the game would just lag, and then I would die because I'm in a 
in the, in the middle of the computer. Like, yeah, the hang computer on. Cheats. Yeah. Let me calculate all of the physics right now. Hang on. <laughs> hang on. Right. Hang on. Oh, sorry, buddy, you died. Yeah, and oh. like yeah. I would drop all, all the, like as much as I can down on like graphics and everything, and I've got all the stats running, so I can try to see is there a spike in the CPU when this is happening? Yeah. What's going on? That's, yeah. That's causing. I could never figure. Update your drivers, bro. I've, I did it all. You like, know what? You know, Why don't I mean, you play I on the cloud? <laughs> <laughs> I bet you, Yeah, I should have. Maybe I should have used GeForce now. You should. I don't know if it's even on. It has to be. Destiny has to be everywhere. Oh, well, I don't. I was talking about Call of Duty. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I just had issues with Destiny. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, those I... were like the last two PC games that <laughs> that I really was like trying to get into. Like those were those were my let me move away from console and get into PC, and they both just failed me. It just and didn't like. <laughs> it's like, dang, this is what PC gaming is all about. Yeah. This is fun. That's why. That's why the people who are really into it are the ones who have spent way too much money. Yeah. On it, it's like they have to justify their. This habit. is why people only play <laughs> Fortnite. Yeah. This is why and people Minecraft. only play Fortnite. Yeah. Only play Fortnite. Yeah. Or Minecraft. Or Minecraft. Or Minecraft. Yeah. 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 Or counter-strike because only, only adults do that those are the only games that run without having issues kids don't play i did just download like two weeks ago dante's inferno to my xbox you were t- yeah i remember you were talking <laughs> about that i have this weird nostalgia for it and i cannot explain why this game is bonkers just off the wall like every sort of disturbing imagery you can come up with around that concept they threw in there <laughs> and that's an ea game <laughs> And is, EA, is it? Yeah. Yes. I, I don't even remember. Gosh. That was from that um, era when they used to do the little dime, the, the dial on yes. the bottom with the crescent, yeah. uh, with the artwork and stuff that was consistent from game to game, which mm-hmm. I, thought, I thought was pretty cool, except EA is a terrible company, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. So, Star Fox. <laughs> anyway, Star Fox. Star Fox. I didn't play any of the su- subsequent ones. I, uh, I was really briefly, which is not going to be brief at all. Uh, <laughs> I remember Star Fox 2 was coming out. It was supposed to be out in August of 95. It was like my most anticipated game because I love Star Fox so much. And had, it was going to have a – it was going to be like open world. Now we call it a roguelite because that's what it came up came out to be. And it was going to be co-op. And it was going to have all these features. And it's like, oh, my God. And EGM did a full preview of the entire game end-to-end and like showed off all the locations. And it was like 80% done. And I was like, when's it coming out? When's it coming And I remember – Going to Toys R Us, and I was uh, – Remember Toys R Us? Remember Toys R Us, the KB toys, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And the lady had to – I went to the customer service counter, and the, the lady went back to her computer in the manager's cube <laughs> and uh, looked it up. And uh, it's like, yeah, we don't have that in our listing anymore. And it was like, oh, no. And I didn't – like, the gravity didn't really hit until a good while later. And then it's – they. Because they didn't release it. They never released it. Mm. Never, ever released it because Star Fox 64 was coming mm. out like a year later and they wanted to sell N64s. Right. So they took it and it was done. It was done. It was ready to go and be put on cartridges. So they put it on the mini SNES a couple years back. Mm. And uh, so that's the game finally released in like 2019 or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. 2018, I think. Uh, did not like that game. <laughs> Did not like that game at all. I could play Star Fox. 30 year wait was, was no, worth it. No, not at all. <laughs> Should have stayed buried. That's, uh there's there's a they also shadow dropped uh Metroid Prime remaster on Switch, which if I had a Switch I would totally be totally into that. Um the Metroid Prime's the 3D one or the first person one? Or? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was one they released on a GameCube. Mm, okay. Yeah. So This is when I get to say 
was before my time. <laughs> I just, I, like, I never, the only Metroid I played was Super the, Metroid. Yeah, Super Metroid, yeah. yeah. That was it. Yeah. I remember you, I went over to your house. This is cool. Uh, you would play the entire game in one sitting. Did I really? Yeah. Oh, damn. It's I'm like, good. well, get, uh, yeah. I, don't <laughs> I didn't even know. Wow. And I remember playing it years late. I played it on on that mini SNES, and it's like, this game sucks, but I'm going to keep playing. <laughs> what do you mean the game sucks? No, it wasn't sucked. It was just like I'd gotten into a really, like, really tough chamber or something. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I don't want to deal with this. I'm so gonna, you're just not good at it. I'm going to play Donkey <laughs> Kong. That's, that's actually, that's pretty accurate. But I played Donkey Kong Country. That game's not as good as it used to be. Yeah, I know. Maybe right. it wasn't that good to be. <laughs> yeah, right. I know, right? Shigeru <laughs> <laughs> Miyamoto didn't like Donkey Kong Country that much. That's why he was a big fan of Yoshi's Island, which is the best Mario game ever made, hot takes and streaming breaks. And the Donkey Kong, it was just... It was too hard. It was all timing. Yeah. It is like 99% yeah. timing. Yeah. You're like sitting there waiting for the barrels to go up and yeah. down. Everything was timing. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. what made it That suck. game has so many skills. Anyway, yeah. Star Fox. You can keep looking over to me, but my uh, reference for Star Fox and Metroid <laughs> are both uh, Super Smash Brothers. Hey. <laughs> all right. I guess that's fine. Well, you can <laughs> reference this one, number four yes. at the top there. Is it Eurogamer? Yeah. Eurogamer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh, what? I didn't know this. Okay. Uh-huh. That's why it's the news. It is the news. <laughs> I really, I'm really hyping this up. Yes. Are you ready for this? I'm ready for this. All right, here all right. we go. All right. All right. This is from Variety. Yeah. Zach, Eurogamer. Zach Galifianakis. I'm just really building it up. Yeah. Joins Disney's live action. Mm, live action. Uh-huh. Lilo and Stitch movie. Oh, I thought it was going to be Star Wars. Uh. <laughs> hey, I'm, so glad I'm I Han that Solo. Up for you. <laughs> we don't want uh, Aldrin Aaron Bach, who played him in Solo. We're going to put Zach Galifianakis as Han Solo. Mm, nice. That'd be cool. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> Disney's live action Lilo and Stitch movie is beginning to shape up with the casting of Zach Galifianakis. Gal- am, am I saying his name yes. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you got it. Um, that's how I've heard it, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. Galifianakis takes on an undisclosed role in the new movie, which is planned for release on Disney+. Plus. Dean Fleischer Camp. That's a name? <laughs> who's... Oh! I, I'm doing a terrible job today. Dean Fleischer Camp, who's Marcel the <laughs> Shell with Shoes On, is nominated for Best Animated Feature at the upcoming 95th Academy Awards, is directing the adaptation from a script by... Oh, God... I mentally I don't remember the name, but I I, I Hey, I'm gonna try. You're gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna try. And I'm sorry, Mr. K Bright. <laughs> Chris Kekanio Kalani Bright. Kekano Kalani? I yes. Okay. I think. I think so too. I tried. Okay. That's my attempt. Yeah. I'm excited for a Lilo and Stitch movie. This is really misplaced and I shouldn't be. <laughs> it's probably gonna be awful, but I'm excited. I'm just real confused where Zach Galifianakis comes in to play on a kids movie. He's um he uh, I don't I didn't put it, it in here, but he's going to be um they, they don't know what character I get. This is like a follow up to the movie to the it's original follow up. There's already a sequel, but it was like direct to DVD, right? Probably. Uh huh. <laughs> don't look at me like that. Yes, I can. <laughs> That's why I gave this to you. <laughs> I have probably seen Lilo and Stitch more recently than you two is my guess. I have seen <laughs> half of Lilo and Stitch. I've seen maybe 10 minutes of it. 
It's. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not bagging on it. I'm just saying. I've only seen half. Do of I it. have to lecture you on Lilo? I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To, on Hawaiian and Elvis and all that stuff. Hawaiian roller coaster ride. See, y'all mm-hmm. went off on Star Fox. I can go off on Lilo and Stitch. Okay, that's fine. It, it's a great movie. It's okay. so sweet and adorable, and a really interesting timing with the Elvis movie that just came out. Mm-hmm. That's nominated for Oscars. This movie's also very much about Elvis. Yeah. Well, not the person, but the music. Right. So also both movies. You know, about 24 frames per second. Oh, sound. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How? I what do you think? Have you fun. have you seen any of these live action? I have not seen a single one of these live action remakes. Oh. Like uh, the Lion King and stuff. Right. Yeah. Beauty and the Beast. I think I've oh. seen all of them except for Cinderella. Oh yeah, I forgot. So, I totally forgot that. I think was that, a, that was one of the first earliest ones. Because that Not was a Kenneth Branagh directed that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is why I know that one. And otherwise, they're almost all garbage. Yeah, and and I want to say almost all because there's redeeming factors of all of them. Yeah, like either the costuming's great or you know the visuals are great. There's always like something good about all of these. I am stupid excited for the Little Mermaid remake that's mm-hmm. coming out. I think in May. Mm-hmm. I want to say May, um, just because it looks gorgeous and she's my favorite Disney princess. She has the best one. It's not Princess Leia now? <sighs> Animated Disney princess. Okay. <laughs> it's live action, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's is... live action. Okay, so we've got a hybrid approach here. Okay. Yeah. I think, I don't know, Lilo and Stitch could be an a-, a really good adaptation because it's all mostly real. You know, if they shoot it in Hawaii, it takes place in Hawaii. What is Stitch? What is he? He's, He's an, an alien. alien. He's oh. an alien. And like the, the crash lands after. on yeah, crash lands in Hawaii, G-Men. makes friends with a little six year old girl, and they hijinks ensue. All right, okay. so here, all right, here's the pitch. Mm-hmm. Here's the pitch. All right, Zach Galifianakis is Stitch in a giant costume. <sighs> but the. <sighs> It would be funny, except that he's supposed to be a little cute doggy. They shrink him digitally. Oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> Never mind. I'll take it back. I bet, I bet he is Stitch. Yeah. I bet he is. I bet he can do the voice. Yeah, I, I can't do his accent or what he does, but like, imagine that, but as Stitch. I am wondering who did the original Stitch voice, though, and why they wouldn't bring them back unless they've passed away or something. Because maybe they did. Maybe they are. Honestly, maybe. Because who's or who's, maybe he's acting it and someone else is voicing it. I don't know, but there really isn't yes. another good character besides one of the aliens for him to be. So I don't know, and it mm. would be a very weird choice for Disney to not pick at least Hawaiian actors to play. That would the make Hawaiian a lot characters. of yeah. And Disney has yes. gotten at least past that hurdle. Have they? And, well, Moana. They? Okay. Moana. But that's not live action. No, but all no, all the voice actors are from Islander Phoenician, descent. Yeah, yeah, and all that. Yeah, I'm trying to think of uh, um, the the lead singer of Faith No More who does all the weird animal and alien <laughs> voices in video games and stuff like that. And I have no idea why that name or, is escaping oh, me. Shoot, what's his name? You know, no, you know who I'm talking about. I don't. He's in Firefly. Oh, Alan Tudyk. Uh, yeah, Alan yeah. Tudyk. Uh, I wonder why he wouldn't be in Lilo and Stitch. I don't know. Because he plays Hey Hey and Who's Moana. the lead singer of Faith No More? Courtney Love is not. <laughs> <laughs> God. No, this is going to ruin me. 
Anyway, well, that's going to have to be – you're just going to have to leave who that person is in the – in the comments or whatever, but he's he's he does like all that, like all that kind of voice acting and stuff. He was in the dark. He was the darkness in the darkness. Mm-hmm. He does all the weird voices anyway. Great story. Glad I could tell it. Wow. Um, here's the last one. This is definitely a Kelly story right here. <laughs> okay. This is from Platformer. Yes. Okay. Um, Elon, not Eurogamer. Yeah, not Eurogamer. <laughs> yeah. It says, Elon Musk fires a top Twitter engineer over his declining view count. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay. <laughs> okay. It says, uh, this is ridiculous, he said. According to multiple sources with direct knowledge of the meeting, I have more than 100 million followers, and I'm only getting tens of thousands of impressions. One of the company's <sighs> two remaining principal engineers offered a possible explanation for Musk's declining reach. Just under a year after the Tesla CEO made his surprise offer to buy Twitter for $44 billion, public interest in his antics is waning. Employees showed Musk <laughs> internal data regarding engagement with his account, along with a Google Trends chart. Last, last April, they told him Musk was at peak popularity in search rankings, indicated by a score of 100. Today, he ha- he's at a score of 9. Engineers have previously investigated whether Musk's reach had somehow been artificially restricted, but found no evidence uh, that the algorithm was biased against him. Musk did not take the news well. You're fired, you're fired, Musk told the engineer platform or is withholding the engineer's name. In light of the harassment, Musk has directed at former Twitter employees. Like he doesn't know who he fired? (laughs) (laughs) Like he doesn't look at that and say, wait, Uh, I only fired one engineer last week over this. Yeah, yeah. I remember exactly why I fired. Like I just, I don't know. I just kind of looked at him weird. And he's just like, "Mm, mm, fired, you're gone. Yeah, I think you know you I just see, fire so I many see people. Musk tweets every freaking day because that's all there was. Recommends there was a yeah. I think there was a point where if you set the was it the for you or some or yeah, I think it was like the for you like he <laughs> like his his tweets were just artificially being inserted every single one into so many people's feeds mm-hmm. um, so that he could do that. And another part of this story, it's a great story, um, was. They it's seven weeks ago, I guess now eight. They uh, started introducing the uh, number of views on each tweet. Mm. That's relatively. I thought that was always there, but it wasn't. And uh, apparently, that's been a signpost that the fact that like engagement is slowing down. They said it's like down nine percent since. Uh, Wait, I didn't realize that there's there number of views per tweet. Is uh, yeah. Yeah. Gosh, see, this is I like I said, I don't go on social media. At well. All. <laughs> But we can follow you. <laughs> You're there. You're I'm, just, there. Like, I'm just like really surprised. I'm going to have to go back and look at my engagement. Yeah, you should. Maybe you could fire someone too. Yeah. All right. Fire an engineer. Yeah. Fire a Twitter engineer. That's a, you, oh my 10 gosh. bucks a month. You can fire a Twitter That's engineer. That's what Twitter blue gets you. Yeah. yeah. That's Twitter red. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Spicy yellow. That's mm. where we're going. Yeah. I, uh, that it, it's. Uh, it's such a trash fire. I, I was I was glad to see kind of an update. Like, you know, you're watching the dumpster fire and you see the Molotov go in there and there's obviously like, you know, stuff in there and it's, it's sits in there for a while and flames and flames. And you're kind of like, I'm just going to let this go for a bit. Uh, but it, you, eventually you hear like a pop or something because it hits a, I don't know, styrofoam or whatever melts that. And you're like, I got to check on that dumpster. Mm-hmm. See how that's going. That's what Twitter is right now. It's, it's a <laughs> what's going on over there. Yeah, what's going? What is? Why is it smelling so strange over there? Did you? Did, I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't include that. Facebook's going to start charging now. 
uh, like all of all of the old people spreading misinformation for years and years are finally right. This <laughs> is like now they're going to be like, I told you, I told you ten years ago that they were going to start charging, and look, we we can right. we can I told cover. Them they don't have rights to my photos. Oh, oh yeah, copy and paste. Yes, yeah. copy and paste this. Yeah, yes. Facebook, aka DBA Meta, does not own any rights to my personal photos. Copy and paste this. Share right. it to everyone. Yeah. Protect your stuff that's the that's the chain email stuff dad would send uh, i mean just but the fact that facebook made them right now like everything else that they did is obviously correct too. so i didn't include it and that's a good thing to bring up um but we're still in the two-week window where they can unscrew it up and remove it and be like no that's a bad idea and i looked at mark zuckerberg's post actually post popped up on my news feed mm-hmm. and like the second highest emoji was the laugh and then he <laughs> and then he replied to someone who's talking about you know you're basically fleecing us Zuck and he's like well no it's not how that works you know and then and like the number one was a laugh so then it was like 5400 responses so um I don't they're know not gonna, they're not going to backtrack because I, I helped spark that by buying Did Twitter you- blue <laughs> All, is all Why did you do it? It's because I didn't want to lose my username. That was like Musk mm. was threatening me because you weren't posting yeah. enough. Yeah. Well, uh, you've got a good username. Yeah, so. you do. I got an OG. But name. you had to fight for it, though. I did have to. You fight fought for it. for it so hard and then didn't even use it. I do use it just <laughs> for not, what? For tweeting. For when? <laughs> Once a year. Those tweets are gold. Those have millions of engagement, obviously. You're going to look at them and be like 26, 28, <laughs> you know. That's $8 a month. You're paying it. All right. I'm not going to keep paying it forever. I just, until Elon doesn't come back and say that he's going to steal my username back. Oh, I was watching it. I thought you were going to do the, the long game of like, well, I'm not going to pay for it forever because eventually the oceans have to boil away, you know? <laughs> eventually. Yeah. That's I'm how... going to die eventually and then I will stop paying for it. Yeah. <laughs> That's now right that my in my will that I continue paying for Twitter as long as it exists. As long as someone does, as long as there is, has to pay for it. The Nick has to pay for your Twitter blue. Yeah, until Twitter's no more. Because I have said that I'm living till 116. I want to see the 22nd century. Uh I want to be the old. I want to. I okay. The other day I was yeah back in my day I was actually thinking uh, I would be okay if it was just my head in a jar. Mm-hmm. At that point, like Futurama style, and I'm just kind of floating around, and everyone's like, "What's it like to be old?" And I'm like, "I hate it." And everyone's like, "Ah ha 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 ha." This... <laughs> That's what's gonna happen too. Yeah, because yeah. men don't get that old. Yeah, women do. That's true. From you're eating, welcome. From yep, <laughs> yep, uh, and places that aren't America, because mm, everything usually. about here is not great about living that long. Wah, wah. That's what we need our soundboard for. I know. No, that's uh, where we go. The Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna figure that out. I'm gonna surprise Dave Dave Gardner one day. I'm just gonna have those loaded on there. Mm-hmm. Say, hey Dave, press a press a orange there, and it's. You Can know, you have the Fraser theme song on one of them? Just the toss salad and scrambled yes, part. Yes, yes, that'd be yeah. <laughs> just that part. Just yes. That would be amazing. And then the other one is like the Simpsons theme. We've talked about this. I'm totally. We have to come up with a short list of stuff. Yeah. We can Eight do it. 
things. Eight thing. We have eight things. If you have eight things that we load onto this thing, we've already done. We've already talked about Duke Nukem Balls of Steel. We've talked about this. <laughs> we've talked about all the stuff. Um, two fart sounds because you just have to. Howard Stern. That's just how it works. Um, let's get to the Air main event. Yeah, yeah. There, the reggaeton horns. Yeah, yeah that's what we do. <laughs> we're getting. We're going into the next segment. Here we go. So, that was really close there. Uh, the main event today, uh, before we really got into this, we've got, it was uh, uh, Apple TV trailer, Apple TV Plus. I believe that's the name of the service. Yes. That is, is the name of the service. They dropped the trailer for Tetris. <gasps> mm. yes. Did you see it? Yes. Yeah, doesn't that look cool? This is hot takes. Okay, what's your hot take? My hot takes is that that movie has no idea what tone it is. Uh, sure. Yeah. I, I just kept looking at it like I was confused. The problem is I like the story. So yes. I'm just like, I'm confused. I'm having a good time. I just don't understand what kind of good time I'm supposed to have right now. You're going to have the best good time. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Cause the people who are curating Apple TV, that is so many words. Apple TV. Mm, Apple TV three, plus. That's so words. many. That's, but it's four syllables. Five. Five syllables. It's all, it's Netflix, Hulu, Apple TV Plus on your devices everywhere. That's 95 syllables right there. Um, have you seen it? The trailer? It's great. Yeah. Except it's weird. It is weird. But it's great. But it's great? But it's great. But it's weird. So it's uh, uh, the. <laughs> we should tell them what just, it's about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this is so this is this is the real story of how they got the rights to it because it was developed by Alexei Pajitnov and he was working for the Soviet research something or another in Moscow. Mm. Now, because it was communist Russia back then, Soviet Union, they didn't really have like copyright and stuff like that. Everything was owned Russia, by the state. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, Soviet yeah. Union. Soviet and, Union. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, das Vidanya. Mm. Yes. Mm. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Hank Rogers is this entrepreneur. I think he's based out of Hawaii or something. Uh, he's like, I want this game, and I think I think he goes to Nintendo or something because they show in, in the they showed in the trailer too. They're like, we've got this handheld that's coming out called the Game Boy, and there's like, let's get this together. So Hank Rogers goes to Soviet Union, Russia, Moscow to talk to them about getting the rights to Tetris from the state of the Soviet Union. And uh, there was a BBC documentary a number of years, like 2004 or something. It's amazing. Go find, I think it's out on YouTube. You can just watch it. It's incredible. Um, and this is like a retelling of it. And I was following up to the point in the trailer where they just start, like there's like car chases and stuff like that. And like manic, it looks like crime action. And like, do you know what they do to Americans in, in Russia? I and they're like, like slamming faces against yeah. your stuff. And it's like, Jesus. this is a classic case of the trailer people may not have been communicating with the movie people very yeah, well. We got the dailies. Yeah. This is going to look we're gonna because it looks like a lot of fun it does and it looks like it's action-packed but mm. it's also very serious political atmosphere yeah but it's also about tetris and also the final countdown i think is playing yes. in the background yes the, the final yeah so it's a <laughs> little it's a little up and downy but i do have the feeling it's just how the trailer you know was. it's it, it, i should bring that up that actually reminds me of like ready player one mm. 
there, uh, and just the mood they kind of set with that. But without the 20 billion gallons of CGI painted into each frame, mm. that's the kind of vibe. Because this happened in like 88 mm-hmm. or 87 or 88 or mm-hmm. something like that. So right around when that would have been a thing. So, yeah, the Tetris trailer. I'm interested. I don't remember when it's out, though. Also, I want to say summer. but I, I That remember. makes sense. Uh, also, there was no trailer. We're just going to keep pushing off this main event thing. Uh, there's no trailer, but there is a poster and reviews now because it did go to film festivals, but Blackberry, starring Jay uh, Baruchel. Jay Baruchel. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a great actor. Mm-hmm. He loves acting yeah. so much that he wanted to be one of the co-CEOs of Blackberry. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so he's, oh, he's yeah, so he's one of the so he's one of the and then the other because there was two. <laughs> You've never heard of the Jay Show. I have no idea voice. what you're you, you talking have, about. You have never heard of Jay Baruchel? God, no. <laughs> oh, oh, you should. He's great. He was in This Is the End and um, Out of My League, out of Out of His League, and like a couple other comedies. I haven't seen This Is the End in a long, long time. He was the other guy because so, it's Seth Rogen and him. Okay. okay. Yeah, great. Nick and Seth Rogen exactly is the one that matters. Like <laughs> yeah. It just sounds exactly like him. That's just exactly how it sounds like. Anyway, this is great. So the other, so Blackberry was led by two CEOs. One of them is played by Jerry Bishop. The other one is played by Glenn Howerton of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Hold on, but I'm confused. Jay Baruchel in real life wanted to be the Blackberry CEO or no, he's but he's playing him. Okay. Yeah. But I'm sure, <laughs> but I'm sure at some confused. point it's a, like, so what? it's like, so they're, uh, Glenn isn't, but Jay is Canadian. Directors are Canadian. It's like a Canadian production mm-hmm. and it was a Canadian company because it was based out of Ottawa. If I remember right. Out of Blackberry. Yeah. The Blackberry. Blackberry Canada. Yeah. Blackberry Canada, which mm-hmm. used to be research in motion. And yes. remember, and you remember who yeah. came up with the name? Uh, Blackberry. Okay. Lex, Lexicon did. What? Yeah, because it was on a it was on a um, it was on a, a Gimlet or Gimlet podcast. You told me about it. I'm sure I did. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we'll let you be real excited about this one. <laughs> I'm. I really want to see. I really want to see Dennis from It's Always Sunny because they like he like shaved his hair down. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my god! So yeah, so that he did. So, yeah, and apparently he gets really yelly in in the movie. So. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I need physical buttons. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. It's got to yeah. work. We need group messaging. Apparently, Michael Ironside is in it, too. He's mm. Canadian, too. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Let's just start listing all the Canadians we know. Right. Justin Ryan Bieber. Reynolds. Tom Green. Done. We're done. Celine Dion, I think. Yes. Okay. She's Quebecois. Yeah. Okay. I thought she was from France. I literally thought growing up that she was from France. And it's like, no, there's another France. And it's in your backyard. <laughs> uh, so this week, uh, we're, we're going to get to The Last of Us, but I want to talk about Chernobyl first. Because this is how content works. I have to save the good stuff for the very end. That's how it works. <laughs> so th- this week, I, ha- I, I had access. I'm going to watch Chernobyl because I've wanted to see it forever. This is the same writer as The Last of Us, Craig Mazin. And uh, I went on his Wikipedia profile and did not realize that I have no idea how this guy came out of nowhere. Do you remember? Do you know what he did before Chernobyl and all that? I don't remember, but I'll, I'll let you finish before I say what Scary I'm Movie saying. 3 and 4. He and wrote superhero, those? Yeah, and superhero movie. No. Yeah. 
Yeah. Really? Like the bad ones that no oh, one Oh, that likes. is so funny. Yeah. Like, how did this dude go oh from that to Chernobyl writing this epic story about this terrible Soviet nuclear disaster that is critically acclaimed and now The Last of Us? And it looks like good for him. Good for yeah. Good level for up. Him. He put all he put all his points in that talent tree, <laughs> and he was like, "We're going for it." It's a five part series, HBO, HBO Max. Um, it tells the story of the 1986 Chernobyl uh, nuclear explosion at Reactor Four. Uh, it is haunting. It is terrifying. It reminds me of growing up because I was instilled with the fear of nuclear hellfire, and all of the stuff that came with it. So. When, you know, they're showing people's faces sloughing off and, you know, they've been in the hospital for a while and they just look like an inflated pizza. You know, it's it's terrifying. Like one of the one of the people they like the camera didn't even wasn't even looking at them because she said that he had no face anymore because of yeah. the radiation yeah. and the stuff that they had. And the, they were just literally throwing men at this problem, this explosion that they created because the flaw, the reactor design was flawed. I'm spoiling everything. The reactor design was flawed. Uh, he's spoiling this real yeah, life event for you. Exactly. Spoilers for this 40-year-old thing that happened. Yeah. <laughs> in 36 now, right? Yeah. I was alive when this happened. How old were you? Do you two. Do you know? Okay. I was two years okay. old. I was born in, in the year of uh, Aldous Huxley, 84. Or Orwell. Uh, Orwell That's is a Brave little New bit World. better. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Brave New World. Sorry, <laughs> get my dystopias mixed up. I didn't read either, so. Oh, I, I've read 1984. Oh, well. Honestly, and I, I read it for the first time as an adult, and I really enjoyed it. So. Yeah. So you saw, we'll you, saw you saw Chernobyl, right? So yes, I've seen Chernobyl. I yeah. love Chernobyl, and I love Craig Mason. Speaking of Twitter, he's great on Twitter, and he will talk to you on Twitter, and oh. has talked to me on Twitter. He's, he's a real amazing. human being. He's yeah. a real he's a real life human being. You um, ask with him a about real life scary soul. movie three and four. Oh my god, now I want to right. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I watched Chernobyl when it came out, and I also watched um, or listened to the. Um, I guess paired up podcasts that they did along with it. And I think it was, if not the first, one of the first that HBO was doing where they actually talk to the folks while the new episodes are dropping. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is absolutely worth a listen because they get to talk about, you know, of course, all of the concessions they had to make for making this into a show, like, you know, you know, this one female character didn't actually exist on her own. She was she a composite. Re- she, yeah, she was a composite of all, all of these other m- mostly female scientists that got together and had these conversations, but not entirely. And, you know, so I'll, they talk about all the concessions that they make and how difficult it was to make this show and how accurate it is. You're right. As far as visually how accurate it is. I was born after Chernobyl. I was born in 1990. Oh. <laughs> so I've just heard aftermath stories. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something so striking about how real that show looks that I've seen it now multiple times and it gets me every time. Um, when when the guys are going down through the water to turn off the sewers, when they're rushing onto the roof, I don't even remember what oh, they were the doing. Oh, the rooftop. When the they're rooftop. trying to, they have to brush the graphite off because it's so entirely yes. radiated. And that scene in particular, what I do remember is that the scene is the exact same amount of time that they really did spend up there. So 90 you seconds. The, yeah, the actual amount of time that they were around there. And it 
It is heartbreaking, and and if you you've seen the first what two episodes, you yeah, think, I think Kelly? It's like the first <laughs> well, I, I don't know if you remember it, but there there is a scene where there's all these families on a bridge in the city of Chernobyl watching the incident. And they're showing mothers and children and fathers. And they're all hanging out just like watching a fireworks show. Because what else would anybody else do? It was so human that when I found out Craig Mason was making The Last of Us, I was like, oh, yeah, he's absolutely perfect. And so to find out that he did a scary movie, I am really confused. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it, was, it, was, it was a shock to me as well. That, that scene in particular, because they, they have to clear the roof. They're like, we cannot everyone's moving around in helicopters um, and they're like, if you put yourself over the core, you're dead. And like, you're just dead. Yeah. You're, you're, you're dead. There's no and option. There, there is, there is one creative Liberty because in the, I was like third episode or something they have they're, they're They're like, we need to drop sand and boron on the <laughs> fire so we can put it out, which they turn out later is like probably didn't cause mm-hmm. the fire to go out, but they're, they have to drop 5,000 pounds. Mm-hmm of sand by helicopter in shifts. And the first one that goes in, it's like, you can't do that. You're in the perimeter and it like spirals out. And it's like every action movie where, you know, the the helicopter Mm -hmm. falls apart and dies and everyone's dead, but it didn't happen. Mm. So it's like, oh, okay. So there's a a little tongue in cheek, like, eh, okay. But you know, like 80 to 90%. It gets the point and it gets gets the the, emotion that goes around that, that these people, A, literally had no idea what they were getting into. Yeah, a vast majority of them had no idea what they were getting. Even the people who were running the plant. Yeah, and it was just so much more of a human story than it was even about a disaster. It was how people work together, how governments work together. Commentary on both the Russian government and the American government and the global government. You know, yeah, inv- political environment it was commentary on all of these things. And yeah. It's it's so well done, and towards the end, they're they're working on a court like case. I yeah. think it was a court case. Yeah. Um. And and the there's lead a show science, trial. They the, say. Yeah. There's a show trial, and they're explaining basically using props how how this ended up happening, how it was both a perfect storm and entirely preventable at the same time, and it is so well done. Any layperson can understand exactly what happened. In, yeah. in this scene and it you may have to watch it twice y- but y- yeah and, and and it it gives you time and i i love this show it is in one of my top favorites i haven't watched it in a while mm-hmm. but um i might have to now and watch scary movie i'm gonna end on this every time and watch scary movie and watch it, yeah <laughs> three not, and four or whatever yeah, yeah, not, not the weigh-ins <laughs> ones but the latter ones the the heartbreaking one for me is one you didn't see and that's episode four when um uh, Pete Keegan, I think is his name. He's the, he was the uh, the cut Joker from the new Batman movie. <laughs> um, he's he's Pavel in here. Oh, and Barry that, Keegan. He's, yeah, yes, exactly. And he was in uh, he's uh, in Banshee's Banshee of Inisherin. Yep. And he's nominated for an Oscar. Well, there you go. Start on Chernobyl, you end up with an Oscar. He's really good. So the, he's on Animal Control. <gasps> no, I forgot about that scene, and now I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, okay, yeah. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, so, and you just got a second dog, and um, I it was, uh, so go to windofthedogdie.com or whatever the website is called in Chernobyl's. Oh, there's a real website for that. Just oh in no. Case. Just so you can brace yourself. Yeah, okay. uh, it, it won't bother me. No, it will. Mm, this one will. No, this will. Mm. Yeah. So this he's so they're going house to house because the the animals they believe We're are all, radiated yeah. and and all left behind. Yeah, all left behind. So. 
you, you just see you, he's like hesitating and like I've got to shoot this beautiful animal and he does he does but he like hits a, and you just see this sad dog like bleeding and, and then he's like I can't can do it and then his buddy who's this like uber soldier who's seen everything just kind of and then there's a scene where they Doesn't go into like cut to burying them all or something like no, that. No, cuz there's another uh, there's another scene oh, in the yeah. Um because everyone has to be buried in concrete. Mm-hmm. Like the the firefighters, they have to put them in lead coffins and then bury those in concrete uh so that they don't radiate out into the world. But he's Pavel's going to this other house and he goes up to this upper story and there's uh, a mom dog with puppies. They pull every heart string. Yes. That was But the thing brutal. about it is that happened. Yeah. Like, y- you go to think, like, an entire town of people's animals, you don't think that there was one pregnant dog with puppies, you know, that didn't need to get put down? Yeah, there probably was. Yeah. There probably was. This is probably really what happened. Yeah. It's just... Was, and then, yeah, you were talking... They had to... So there's this dump truck just full of dead animals that they're just pouring into this pit mm-hmm. and just... Yeah, so it it's a heavy show, but at the same time, it is it is worth the watch, mostly because it's it's really um it's heartbreaking how it wasn't it wasn't long ago, right? Like you said, you you were alive. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't alive, but I, I was almost alive. I was almost alive. <laughs> you were close to close I, to close. I, I was close. I was really close to alive. <laughs> yeah, you were, you were in an imagination. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's. <laughs> Like, the, this is, in our lifetime, yeah. tragedy. And it's incredible, the stark contrast of what that era or that replicated era of Soviet technology and culture mm. and stuff like that. Stuff like, is this the 40s of America or something like that? Oh, yeah. Like, everything is hand-done, wood paneling, everything still, like, just a- aesthetically. off. Aesthetically. Aesthetically just off. Mm-hmm. Um, it's this is a bad comparison. Just just okay. know this is a bad comparison. Hot takes and streaming breaks. Yes. Um, you know how in Napoleon Dynamite you can't tell what era it's in? Yes. It is the exact same way with Chernobyl. It you know it's in the late 80s. Your brain says it's in the late 80s because you know that's when it happened, but it looks like like you said 40s, 50s, maybe early 60s if yeah. you're generous. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. It is not. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, Jared H- Harris, I Harris, believe? Harris, yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, Stellan Star- Skarsgård. Incredible. Like, oh, so Stunning. many amazing... Pro- even the um, the lead Stunning. technician who's, like, guiding them down this terrible disaster. Hyper arrogant. Uh, oh, yeah. Incredible. I was about he, to say the guy with the mustache, but I feel like there's a lot of mustaches in that uh, show. You would know. You would know this guy. This, he's the one with the mustache. Uh, he actually passed away not that long after. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah like la- last year. Not great, not terrible. Not tw- 2021. Yeah. That's a famous quote. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And he's just, God. And the, and the lead nuclear technician in real life was 25 years old. Yeah. These were these kids. Yeah. yeah. These were kids. Some of them were. So incredible show. Very heavy. I'm, I'm glad it's only five parts. There's. It's oh, it's just exactly right what it needed to be. Exa- yeah, it is exactly as long as it needs to be. And uh, it just highlighted how fragile that system was. When, like, you know, everything is led by the Communist Party. Gorbachev's on top. And, like, 
They just have to get the stuff done, and they can't let the world in because then that'll show how show how fragile it is. Yeah, that's why the theme of the story is like we have to tell lies to preserve ourselves because that's what this system is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that leads directly into The Last of Us episode five. Now I put on our thumbnail episode four made us snore. I saw that. Yeah. The spiciest take there on the That's cover. what we do. Um, but this seemed to really pay off. Mm. No? Mm. Okay, Give Kelly. us your spicy yeah, take. The, yeah, I was... just didn't like the whole s- story. I don't know. Like, you I don't mean, like plots? <laughs> I just thought it was just, I don't know. I, I thought it was just a little drug out. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I don't know. It just didn't seem like it got better at the end of the episode, <laughs> like, uh-huh. like towards the end, whenever everything was really happening. But like just more of the stuff, it's like, okay, cool. I got a backstory, but like, we're not going to really care about these characters. It just seemed like they just set up a bad guy to have a bad guy kind of thing. That's but then they reversed the roles of the bad guy was Henry, you know, not, not the, I can't remember the lady's name. Melinda, what, Kathleen? Kathleen, yeah. I yeah. think it was. Yeah, Kathleen. she's technically not supposed to be the bad guy, but, she, you know, because it's Fedra's the bad guy. Right. And Henry was a narc, and, you know, Kathleen was trying to rise up against the Fedra, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, it was like, okay, I get it. But then it, it, there was just – there was just seemed so much stuff that was like – that they just kind of threw in there that didn't that didn't really close very well, I didn't, I didn't think. I was just a little upset with things. I was like, at the end, it became video gamey and everything like that. And I was like, okay, cool. So we're back to the video game. Yeah, yeah. I just, when when uh, when Joel is up there with his bolt action gun. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's that was the, yeah. the stuff that pissed me off so much. Was just like, dude, just put a bullet in her. Like, just, just end this, please. Like, no drama. No drama. You no comma drama. You yeah, need, yeah. But like, and then I mean, you know, it's just. I just think that I just don't like that whenever they have that in anything that Joel's set up to look like this guy that just is going to kill people to get what he needs to. And he just lets this happen. And I'm like, just end her really quick and let's move on. Like we've got zombies. No, there's justice. No comma justice. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to get that on shirts. No. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I thought you guys thought differently. You guys liked it. Do you want to p- play rock, paper, scissors and see who gets to go first? Yeah. Ready? Okay. Ready. The best, best of best, three. Are, are we going one, two, three, shoot or one, two, three, signal? One, two, three, shoot. Okay. One, one two, two, three, three shoot. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't working out. Okay. No. Two right. out of three. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. You got it. It's All fine. Right. You, that's great. You take it. All right. That's fine. I need cool. a sip of water. That's, that's a great reason to just, yeah, that's a really cool bottle. Uh, I thought, you know, compared to four, you know, like three, oh God, three was yeah. a high point. Four was like, a, we're, we're really building this up. And I do agree with the, uh, we're building up all this backstory for these people that we're going to get rid of in a minute. So, you know, why bother? But in the context of, you know, a show where you can spend an episode or two or a mini arc, um, exploring, you know, the stuff that seems like the best format for it. You know, because you don't have to have this villain that chases you through this entire thing, especially as they're going cross country. Mm-hmm. You know, that doesn't seem realistic. Um, but it does, I don't know, maybe it does seem like kind of arbitrary. Like we stopped in Kansas City and we lost Bill's truck, 
That's not <laughs> coming yeah, back we with lost us. Our loot. Yeah, and then here's the final level. Just like a video game, <laughs> right? And, no, and that's the thing. Like that the uh, the climax where they have the big fight because you know the the old dude was watching. You know, had a crappy aim. Yeah, and Joel's just able to walk up on the dude and no scope him. You know, and the radio he'd been plugging away at the radio, letting everyone know, and so they're on the way, and they've got this bulldozer. Yeah. Uh, and all these cars are in the way, so the bulldozer just goes right through there, and then the zombies show up at the critically right moment when everything could be totally done. And she's like, "I'm I'm gonna kill you." That's my that's my Kathleen voice. We're just gonna I'm just gonna shoot all of you. You're all gonna be dead. Yeah, that's how it's that's, gonna work here. Yeah, because that was the thing that, that pissed me off is because she literally was like, nobody's gonna survive, and Joel's just like, uh, and you know, Joel could hear just perfect, like he's right there. Conversation. He's right there. So as soon as she said, "I'm not," like nobody's gonna be able to survive, then it's just like, okay, that's when you end her. As soon as she says, "No, nobody's gonna survive," boom, she would have been like lights out right there, and everybody would have been confused, and then they would have gone home. I'm just saying. And then the zombies would have popped up. Yeah, but that, you know, that's on them. Yeah, that, that was but, that, on them for burying them and whatever. Yeah, see, that was the thing is they didn't really explain that very well until that episode, right? They're like, oh, Fedra like killed everything or did something. But like in episode four, we saw there was something bubbling under the ground, yeah. right? And it's just like the zombies, would they do teleport or were they like – because it's bubbling under the ground. In I think that was just another mass grave. Okay, yeah, but it's just Well, they they did talk about how there was a network underground. Yeah, yeah that was an episode. The they just so happened to pop out right there in front of you. Well, yeah. well, the That was that was convenient. Uh, the the truck like fell into the ground when it crashed into the house though. Yeah. It fell into the sub-basement just like the the bubbling hole was at the last basement. Yeah. And so then, it wasn't completely off base. Yeah, it just seemed really weird that they, you know, they have a boss in there, a bloater. Yes. Yeah, I know. The, the, yes. Just waiting. Just yeah. Like. Yeah, the named char- character that they have to kill because they have to kill the NPC, the named NPC. They have to kill 50 zombies and then they can take their fungus heads and then turn them in at the merchant and yeah. get like 500 experience points or something like that. Yeah. That was video gamey. The show is video gamey, but it's. It's a video game. Yeah. Guys. I mean, I, I like that it's very video gamey. It's just, I just didn't like that episode four was so boring and just for this. Was it was a like, setup. Yeah. And it's just the last little bit was like. The last of us? No. Mm-hmm. It was just the last little bit of the episode. Yeah. Was decent. And yeah. it's just like. That was, that was, that was the kind of the redeeming part of the whole thing was, um, was Ellie connecting with, um. Can't remember the kid's name. Why not? He's a big character for right. the rest of the show. But the, but I want to say it was David. No, I could be. Maybe, maybe, I, maybe I just pulled I that out of the air. I don't know. I can't remember. Or was it like Sam or I don't remember. Somebody. Sam sounds right. Yeah, it was like. It was then again, I said David. So it wasn't who knows? Bob. Yeah. It was. It was. Yeah, Methuselah. Um. Anyway, Henry's uh, brother. There we go. There we go. That's the Henry's brother. Yeah. There we go. Um, we have well researched this, and I remember everything about this show. Um, <laughs> but when when it's clear that he got bitten when they were under the car, and uh, and Ellie's like, "Don't worry, I've got magical healing blood. Right. Um, let's go." Uh, and then when 
wake up in the morning and he's sitting there on the corner of the bed. I'm, and I thought he was like faking it. Yeah, that's too, <laughs> I, honestly because because you don't ever see his face. Mm-hmm. You don't ever see that what's going on yeah, there until he turns around. Yeah. yeah, and then and then his brother has to shoot him, mm-hmm. and then you know he's got his gun pointed at Joel, and Joel's like, "Hey man, hey man, be cool, be cool, be cool," and everyone saw it coming, he's, and that was and that was like and it was the the quickness of the brutality of all of that. Like it just they wrote themselves out of existence so quickly. I think everybody saw it coming because they if they know that the video game is just Joel and Ellie. That's the whole thing. No, they could have added characters. This is a TV show. You can have multiple people, NPCs, you no. know, going around with you. No. No. Yeah. And But, yeah, I mean, as soon as – like, that was the thing. As soon as Henry shot his brother, I was like, well, it's a wrap for Henry. Like, I knew that he was going to – because there's, there's no way. Because it was going to be – even if it was Henry that was bitten, what are they going to do? Bring Henry's brother with them? Sure. No. That doesn't happen in the video game. So somebody, they were both going to die. We have to get rid of two characters at once. How do we do it? <laughs> yeah, Because yeah. we can't have them wherever they're going next. Yeah. Since you, you saw episode six? Yes. Okay, yes. cool. Yes, I'm caught up. Okay. I am caught up. Yeah, I don't know. It's totally slipped my mind. Like, there should be some, some something I should be doing. No, it's okay, because I forgot last week, because I watched it Friday, mm-hmm. and then I was like, and then on Monday, I was like, I was like, oh, shit, got to watch Last of Us. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, we we already did. It was yeah. On Friday, yeah. So oh, yeah. Super okay. Bowl threw me yeah. off completely. Yeah, <laughs> threw me off my game. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they moved it that one time, I know. And, and then I was sitting there expecting they should have just doubled the episodes. All that punishment for a Super Bowl, Jeez. right? Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. But the, but they but since it was a setup and payoff thing, or no, no, I guess not. Never mind, because yeah. it paid off before it, the Super Bowl, and then they yeah. set up some new for six or whatever the hell they're doing <laughs> that we're not talking about yet. Yeah. <sighs> so then, what do you think? There's a reason I stayed quiet. <laughs> Uh-huh. Okay. This is <laughs> both of us. Um, Isn't it great when they murdered everyone? <laughs> it's not that I disagree. This is why this is a hot takes podcast. Uh-huh. That's right. Um, the video face. gaming is, doesn't bother me as, as much as it bothers you guys. The predictability doesn't bother me either. Yeah, of course Henry was going to take care of things. We got it. Uh-huh. But that didn't bother me. And and this could be um this could be just an audience difference problem. You know, I've got I've got my own kiddo. If I was in that position, how would I feel? Yeah. You know, I look at Ellie and granted, you know, I'm a good 15 years older than her, but at the same time I'm like, I get you. I I I get where you're coming from. I also get your need to you know, hang out with another little kid yeah. and go hang out in that little freaky underground playground that was there. And then I feel for that little boy because I, then I just, I think about my little boy. And so it makes me wonder if maybe it's just, um, you know, audience interpretation Yeah. that I really liked that episode. I actually thought it was one of the better ones. I did too. Um, despite it. Despite, despite the gaminess, because that, that to me wasn't, um, to me, that's just, you know, cherry on top. That's just, you know, something extra because of the show that it is. Mm-hmm. To me, it's like I'm not going to hang my hat on, you know, the zombie horde that's coming. That, you know, I I watched enough 
The Walking Dead. Yeah, I'm pretty sure both in The Walking Dead and I Am Legend, we have some guy in the second floor of a Victorian house sniping um, zombies, like almost shot for shot in all three of these now. Of course. <laughs> this, this isn't like a new concept and it doesn't bother me because I guess maybe it feels more like homage or maybe it feels like, you know, a box that needs to be checked and so it doesn't stand out to me as much. Um all of these said, I thought it was a much better character piece than we have seen so far. Not to mention, we've got a child actor who's speaking in sign language. I don't know if that character does in the game or not. Again, should, we haven't played the game. I don't know. I don't even know if they're in the game. I have no idea. Uh, I know that they, they are both. It, yeah. I know that they are both in the game. I don't know if if the sign language is in the game. Gotcha. But I love the representation that's in that. I yeah. Thought, I thought that they handled it extremely well. I thought the way that they handled Ellie learning how to communicate to communicate with uh, with, with the little brother that I can't remember his name either. Um, I thought that was done really well, um, and was was pleased to see all of that. I was pleased to see. Ellie being a kid, because I think in the show she's supposed to be 14. I think the actress is 17, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked it as far as a character piece. Yeah, did I did I think that the ending was predictable? Yeah, sure. But to me, that just falls into the category of, yeah, it's a video game. Yeah. yeah. And so that's just not something that bothers me so much. I, but I, see, because I, I liked in uh, 4 whenever... Was it four? Yeah, I think at the beginning of four, whenever Ellie's like reading those jokes, right? Yeah, the dad jokes. Oh my God, yeah. so See, good. And that's, the, to me, that was like, okay, like, yeah, she's a kid, right? So that's where where I saw it. And, and I get like in this this one where, you know, they're they're going to show like just a kind of a different side, like sure. of Ellie and Joel, right? It's kind of like mirroring that, but just kind of different people. Like this guy is a narc and Joel's not, right? And mm-hmm. like, so you kind of. He have, probably like, killed narcs, is my guess. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So you have this like opposite but similar yeah. thing that they're doing, right? And so, and, but I was just, I was kind of like, I guess just because I knew like, the reason why I really liked three is I was like, oh, I thought, I thought they were setting up three as like, oh, these people like Joel and, whatever her name, go back and see them multiple times and they're going to be... Test, yeah. yeah, like that. This is going to be like a checkpoint or like a faction and everything like that. So I was like, I was like, okay, I'm really invested in these characters because of that. And then like, you know, of course, then they ended it. So then, so that's why I was just like, okay, well, these characters aren't going to be around anymore. So I don't... <laughs> well, part of me wonders if they... S- <clears throat> If setting the bar so high with that third episode maybe wasn't a disservice for the rest of the season because we mm. did get this... I mean... We are so bombarded by prestige television. When you've got some... not as much anymore, they're canceling everything and I murdering know, right? everyone. Yeah, yeah. When you've got episode three that isn't video gaming, that's pure character development, that is so high quality, and then you kind of have to get back to business. I feel like that's probably pretty tough for a lot of viewers. Maybe even feels like a bit of whiplash. Like a downshift. Yeah, Yeah. maybe that's why we hated four so much. Maybe that's why we're not, you know, real jazzed with episode five. Because we're still kind of coming off that high. We could see where this show could be. But maybe it shouldn't be that way the entire season. You can't tell the entire season like that. Or maybe you can't. It's really just my guess. My other question, do any of y'all know how long the season's supposed to be? That's that's a question I don't think we've answered no, since the last time we, <laughs> we asked this. We, we, keep, we keep asking. I, I do wonder, though, based on that premise, and I know this is an HBO thing anyway. They've been doing mm. it for decades. What if they had dropped everything at once? 
versus releasing it weekly. No, I think that would have been better actually. Mm-hmm. I think if, if you were able to binge watch it versus having this cliffhanger in episode four, and then to me it wasn't that big of a payout. Like, mm-hmm. or it wasn't nearly that much of a cliffhanger. Yeah, but but I mean, <laughs> just to, just to drag this kind of episode like it's this the show like is following joel and ellie we don't need to have this two episode arc where i have to wait like oh more than a week yeah. it wasn't even it's yeah. a week in two days well, we can t- that, it's, yeah so uh, it was like sustainable. yeah so it was like it wasn't it wasn't a good payoff for me versus like yeah. i liked they like three was was good like if three was over multiple episodes that would have been good Right, like if they had, if they had them, plus they showed some more Joel and Tess coming to visit and helping fortify the stuff and kind of building up Joel, like you know, getting used to Bill and Frank and like kind of bonding mm-hmm. and everything like that. Yeah. Versus just, four and five together as two separate episodes, which could have been just condensed down to one. Okay, hey, Fedra's here, and okay, we're trying to get out of here. Let's go. You know, yeah. all that stuff like that. I think would have been better. But I also don't think three would have gotten the attention it did if it was all at once too yeah i think it was just like here's this one that is possible it's true yeah it makes me wonder um because we know craig mason is doing it um the guy guy that wrote the video game is still writing it i can't remember his name now. neil Neil druckman thank you um it makes me wonder if there was somebody else involved in that third episode because it does feel like you know one and two and then three was great and then now we're back it makes me wonder if maybe there was some other factor in that third one that caused, you know, that storyline to be st- so stand out. 12 years. I think yes. that's what I think because they they wrote that game, you know, back in 08, 09, yeah. 10 or something like that, you know, when they were practically children. And <laughs> now, you know, it's 2023. So they can. They can tell those stories they can, now. They have, yeah. They're more mature. Exactly. You know. Good point. Uh, I, th- I, I, th- I think that's. It. Yeah, yeah. You know, in seven hundred more episodes, we're going to be seven eleven. Mm. Oh, thank heaven! Um, this podcast <laughs> is going to be so mature. They're going to be they're going to be playing this at Harvard. Like some instructor is oh, just yeah. going to step out into the in, <laughs> into the lecture hall and be like, "All right." Robotic children, mm-hmm. you know, he sits on a boombox. I can't make a tar play. reference because y'all haven't seen tar yet. I know. Ugh. I'm hoping in the next. So, so in the preview, we're going to try and knock down as many best picture nominations for the Oscars by next episode. We don't have to watch them all, but we have to try. <laughs> We've already got Top Gun and Avatar 2. Because I know you two, you two need to see tar. All right. Where's it at? Online. I think I got it on Amazon Prime, I want to say. It's on the internet. It's online. It's on the information. But because I, and, and that's all I want to say. Okay. It's Be, on the internet. Yeah. And, and then, uh, and then we'll, we'll talk about it. You've part told me more. Is, is mm-hmm. the part of the Don't look too experience. close to the credits. That's all I'll say. Don't look too okay. close to the credits. Zach right. Galifianakis is in it. Zach Galifianakis <laughs> is in it. Um, Lilo makes He's a, in a stitch. Yeah. Costume. <laughs> Cameo from Bet- Zach. Between two yes. aliens. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. We'll Great. Talk all about them. We talked about a bunch of stuff. Did you guys have anything else that we did not get to um, before we get the heck out of here? Yeah. It's still a good show. Yeah, even I, even I when it. it's not so great, it's still a good show. Yeah, um, uh, but I am still. It, it's hitting that vibe of like, man, I have seen this before, mm-hmm. with 
just however many seasons of living wake walking dead, living dead. I, just, I just think that they it's a little bit more fresh i just think having a fresh take because I, I talked about this last time but like walking dead just got repetitive and oh, boring yeah. every season there's a new bad guy and we resolve it and then whatever this yeah. is like just kind of like I think just a fresher take, and it seems like in a knowing HBO is not going to linger on things, that it's yeah. going to be sped up a little bit. It's like if you could get a conveyor line and you just get fed one chicken nugget at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds great. Um, I was I was going to say if if we really really want to think about how great this is as modern, go watch that Zack Snyder zombie film that he did that's based in Vegas. <sighs> Oh. And definitely look for that dead pixel in the middle of the camera yes. for literally half of the movie. I didn't even see it. I, did, I know I it was there, it. but I, I didn't it. see it. I saw it in the first well, I seconds. can't remember what it was called. It was something of the dead. Uh, or that was the Land, heist one, land right? of the it was Dead. A, field of the Dead. It was Town of the Dead. Metropolis, Metropolis of the Dead. <laughs> Berg of the Opolis of the <laughs> Bergopolis. Yeah. Hamlet of the Dead. Yeah, but it was terrible. It's terrible. Terrible movie. Awful uh, movie. Yeah. High production value. Which yeah. means we have terrible to watch everything it. Else. Yeah, we have to watch it and have a page of notes each and be like, this is why this is trash. See, because that, that felt like a video game, that movie. It also felt like rubbing trash in my face. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, I think I knew Grease going into trash. that what that was going to be about. Uh, about like, being awful. The, like the the previews like made it look like you knew like it was gonna be awful. Yeah, like we've put you in this level. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I was I was totally expecting that level of like not a good movie. Yeah, and it lived up to that. It was so very you're like cheesy, this is very, the very best everything. movie of the year, basically. Well, no, I just knew met expectation. Okay, yeah, yeah. So just based on talking about zombie stuff, so Z Nation reading about Asylum just because they're terrible, right? Asylum films uh-huh. and. Uh, I remember, was it last year, I think it was, or the year before, I got suckered into checking out Z Nation, and I was like, why is this show so bad? And they, like, made that look like it was going to be a good show, and it was just terrible. And then, like, just last night, was like, oh, it's made by Asylum. No wonder. Oh. Yeah. They, yeah. they intend, yeah. Because I think I watched, like, four episodes of Z Nation, and I was like, maybe it's going to get better, and it never does. And then it's like, oh, yeah, it's because it's it's uh, Asylum Films. That okay. I legitimately think... Folks in our age range are just burnt out entirely with zombies. I think we got so beat over the yeah. head between the year like 2005 and apparently right now mm-hmm. that it's just hard. Well, it's post pandemic, and that's the thing. That was so. I watched. We're just gonna get out of here. Zombies we're, to happen. For there, was, there was there was um there was a so we're prepared we're prepared for them. We are there was <laughs> there was a YouTube essayist um, skip intro who was like one thing about the game is that the spores are airborne, so you actually have to put on a mask. And now they bite you in the show. They bite you, mm-hmm. Kels. They <laughs> yeah, bite you. Delta, yeah. yeah. Um, but they changed it, and it seemed like a very thing to do because we were wearing masks everywhere for a couple of years there between today and when the game well, came out. Well, you also out. can't have character development when everybody's wearing a mask. You can't. That's the whole point of that. Like, And they do that with other shows, too. Um, well, there's... Like space shows and stuff where they put the stupid lights underneath the jaw of the helmet <laughs> so that you can see it, but no one would ever have these big bright LEDs in their face. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was – no, it was The Walking Dead. So, like, there's, like, the last season, there's a faction that wears masks, 
until they become a main talking character and then they never wear the mask again. Like they've got it always on their hip, but oh. because it's like, you can't like have a character it's really hard. like the Mandalorian's the only ones really that have it where you've, you've got this character, but even then that was actually, that was actually a point. They didn't, his, his gag was uh, they, they didn't want a second show where Pedro Pascal is in behind a mask. <laughs> yeah. His face. yeah. But it's like, if you have a mask on, it's really hard to have any kind of character development. Yeah, so it's like they're gonna always have to have scenes when they're talking, and they have to take off the mask even if it's dangerous. So you yeah. just get rid of that completely, and then mm-hmm. you can easily film people and see emotions. You don't have to worry about stuff in their face and yeah. everything like that. Yeah. All tears are just CGI these days. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you can see like micro expressions <laughs> and everything. You know, <laughs> that makes sense. Hmm. Hmm. Can't see that with glares. Glares on the mask. Lens flares. Yeah, you can't see those faces. <laughs> no J.J. Abrams production. That's why he hasn't done any TV in a while. All right, cool. Well, you want to get out of here? Let's sure. get out of here. Yeah. All right. Well, for those listening or watching at home or wherever you're at, you might be in a car in traffic or something listening to the hot takes and stream breaks. Thank you. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe and all that fun social media stuff. If you have a comment or a question or you'd like to tell us we're right or tell us we're wrong, whatever, um, or – whatever uh we might address it on the air send an email to podcast at 6035media.org that's 60 spelled out s-i-x-t-y and put hot takes somewhere in the subject line helps us keep track of that stuff 6035 podcasts are listener supported if you like what we're doing become a member visit 6035membership.org again that's 60 spelled out be sure to check out our weekly news show, The 6035, with executive editor Brian Grossman and managing editor Helen Lewis. And join us next episode of this show where we eat an entire cheese wheel while reciting the alphabet backwards. We'll have some hot takes for you then, too.